0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Grounded on this Monday morning, September the 12th. When I was in my truck this morning on the way to church, said 58 degrees. Welcome to Grounded. Brandon is sitting across from me. I am Craig, and we are drinking coffee the way John Wayne meant it to drink coffee. Well, I am. You're not. But anyway, but hey, welcome today. Hey, good morning. Yeah, how about it? How about this weather?
1: This weather is gorgeous. I sent you a Snapchat this morning of my... My Mountain Ops protein shake that I was drinking with almond milk, and my dog in the background.
0: The thing you got to know about Brandon is I get I, I get his uh, I get his virtual Snapchats as he moves through his morning. It's like it's like the first picture of the Snapchat is is his feet getting out of bed, my feet landing on the floor. <laughs> the next one is I see Tio, and Is like I'm walking into the bathroom. I'm like, okay, stop. I don't need anymore. So
1: <laughs> that is absolutely not true, and you know it. Well partially but it sounds good you know it sounds good but but no it was like 59 degrees i think it i had 50, him out yeah i told Allie before i left it's like i might need to put a little heavier long
0: sleeve shirt on but i didn't well it, it it's like the perfect weather and I, I we were we were gone we left right after church yesterday and drove in indiana and and so you know the traffic was like hardly any at all yesterday oh going wow down. i was i was shocked i mean it was it was wonderful On the way back, the traffic was worse, which I didn't understand. But Hmm. we also got into some heavy rain um, on the way home. It rained here a little bit. Mm -hmm. Not too bad. So I know I'm going to have to mow my grass again. But
1: I know. I mowed mine. Well, I mowed half mine the other day, and I thought, this may be it. This may be it. I don't know, man. And then it rained. And now this morning, it's like, wow, it's looking super lush and green and growing Mm -hmm. again. They're They're
0: saying 80s by the end of the week. But today is supposed to be like a high of 68. 66, 68, somewhere in there. Yeah. Perfect weather. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. Zero complaints from me on the weather right now that's good but if I remember that's correctly, changing soon if I remember correctly yeah.
1: you were talking about yesterday that if you were in the right mindset and you were connected to God the right way that you wouldn't complain about the weather anyways no matter what you see, you did use that as an illustration. You got to be say, careful I about did. what you say up you're, front. You're
0: right. I, I have to be uh, careful about that. So, uh, you know, um, I, I don't remember saying that. So you don't? it didn't apply. So I'll go back and see if I can't <laughs> okay. find it. See if you said it second service. I know you said it first. <laughs> Sometimes I don't always say the same thing in both services. I know. I'm so, hoping you said you know, that second
1: service yeah. as well. Yeah, but anyway, I can hold it against you. Yeah, but, but no, you're right. It is perfect weather. We are drinking. We are This, this coffee. What, yeah. So I looked up yesterday
0: and you got to get to see We're 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 down front and down front by the stage or platform, whatever you want to call that in the sanctuary for first service before first service. And it was me and Brandon and Corey Mm -hmm. were sitting there talking. And all of a sudden, Brandon says, I said, oh, we just got a visit from the Black Rifle Ferry because I saw
1: Randy walk toward our office. He disappeared. And then about 20 seconds later, he reappeared. And I, I knew it. I and, saw him go and, out. And as he was walking, like as he turned, I'm pretty sure I saw his little black rifle fairy wings go back in, like like they appeared. <laughs> he is and going to they...
0: smack you, dude, when the next time he sees you. <laughs> I know he is, and I hope
1: he does. <laughs> but anyway, but anyway, thank you, Randy. This is called. It is called Berserker Blend. It's a new um, blend by Black Rifle Coffee. Mm-hmm. So I've good. already had AK Espresso from Black Rifle this morning. I've had oh, two gosh. big cups of that this big old Mountain Ops mm-hmm. mug that I'm drinking out of is huge. So Brandon is about I'm 3 sheets to the wind man. I am he up. Um but this is called Berserker Blend and Randy told me yesterday I talked to him he said it's really good.
0: It is very good. So um I actually just put it into my uh my Yeti and um it is very good. I'm drinking it and Are you drinking it black? I'm drinking it like it's supposed to be, bro. I'm
1: drinking it like John Wayne drinks it. You, Craig drinks his coffee like John Wayne and Justin Bieber.
0: Nope. Coffee nope. Okay. with a lot of sugar and a lot of okay. cream. Okay, here's the thing. Those two words, John Wayne <laughs> slash Justin Bieber, that's four words. Okay, those four words should never be put into the same sentence, like ever again, bro. I'm going to give you slack on this one. <laughs> then after this, after the podcast, we're, we're going to have some words. <laughs>
1: So if John Wayne drinks his coffee like a man, am I like a real man drinking my coffee straight black? Okay. Just a question. Just a question. You don't have to answer. Uh,
0: okay. Okay. Well, I'll just, just, just for the sake of just, you know, making you feel good. Okay. Yeah. They're perfect. That, okay, that sounds perfect. great. Thanks. Yeah. But anyway, Randy, thank you very much. Yes. This is, this is a really good coffee. And it is very good. Thank you for bringing this in and, um, I'm going to have to find out. I don't know if – Is this a new coffee? It's a a new coffee.
1: And so Randy is – like his monthly subscription, he, I think, is signed up for the best of Black Rifle. And so every month – and maybe I need to change my subscription to that and just be surprised every month. Every month they get something different, different, a bag of something different. And for me, I choose every month. I go in and just change my subscription. Normally I go about every two months. Like I – the last two months I've been on an AK Espresso kick and then I'll go to something else and mm-hmm. I'll go Blackbeard's Delight or something else. Blackbeard's Delight? Yes. Like it's very name. good too. It's a good name. I like it. Um, but I want to, like to put
0: like some, you know, cream and
1: vanilla rum. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> it sounds great. Yeah. But yeah, no, the Berserker blend, I'm going to have to find out if we can order that. It's very, it's, it's smooth. Like I smelled it after we brewed it and I'm like, oh, that smells strong, but it's not, I don't mind strong coffee. I don't like bitter coffee. Sorry. And so – Right, right. I I agree with you. And so this was – it's not bitter. Right. It's good, smooth, and I don't even know what what the flavor profile is. I don't know if it is – a strong or medium roast or what but
0: I don't know uh Randy you have to let us know when you hear this uh text from one of us and let us know what if this is like a strong medium I don't know, I may have already
1: one. looked it up and had yeah. one ordered by then
0: but it this is true you might but I, actually this is this is really good berserker blend berserker blend so and again thank you to everybody who's been um you know yeah. giving us coffee really appreciate it um, and I think there's somebody else I heard somebody else say I've got some coffee for you so <laughs> somebody told me yesterday in passing in the hallway um that they were going to bring us a sample of coffee. Um they got these new k cups. Who was that? Said that they'd never had them before, but they got them from some coffee company. They were going to bring them to us this week sometime. So it's to try do you know that Corey that? Smith? No, it wasn't no. Corey. It was a, it was a lady. My mind is blank right now, man. I'll think of it. But uh but anyway if you're listening Maria. No it wasn't Maria. Uh, but if you're listening Um, We're more willing to do that. Exactly. Right. Yeah. We're going to drink coffee
1: anyways, whether we bring our own or we try yours. So for those of you who have donated and are going to donate, thank you so much. Exactly. Now, instead of having one pot of coffee today, I will end up with about a pot and three quarters. (laughs) Exactly. So whoever, so Randy, you need to apologize to my wife later when I'm bouncing off the wall. But,
0: oh but goodness. no, it was a good day yesterday. Yeah, it was a good day um, yesterday.
1: Pretty well attended uh, for the most part. And um I felt like the service was really good. Allie, after first service, she was like, Wow, your songs just fit perfectly
0: with Craig's message. I'm like, wow, it's it's crazy how that happens, right? Well, it's amazing uh how you can plan it out, but you also uh, you you just go by the power of the Holy Spirit. And I think, exactly, I think sometimes, well, I don't think, but I actually know that that's me too. The, the power of the Holy Spirit is the one that ends up, you know, oh for getting, sure, getting us where we need to be. You know, yeah, because
1: so. so often I'll pick a song and I'm not sure why I'm picking it, and then it's something that you say that's not necessarily in your outline, but you'll say something. Right, it's like, right, oh. That's why I chose that song because the Holy Spirit knew that Craig was going to say that. Right? Exactly. So it's awesome. As a matter of fact, I sent you a message last night because Jordan, um, read in her devotional yesterday. And so she was reading it to us. And here's how it started out. And so if you, um, were here yesterday for our service or if you were, um, or if you joined us online, it was, this was September the 11th. It okay. was, she's got a, a journal and it goes by day. Okay. And the main verse was, um, Galatians 522. The fruit of the spirit is, is love, joy and peace. And peace was the main thing there, but it was a peaceful heart was the title. And it started out like this. I'm scared of storms. I worry about wars. What if my parents split up? When you think about it, there are all kinds of things to worry about. And you talked yesterday about the storm right. that they were going through. And then we sang the song Always, which begins, I will not, or it doesn't begin, but in the midst of it, it says, I will not fear the war. I will not fear the storm. My help is on the way. Right. And so it's like just everything tied Tied together there, I, I thought, wow, how cool is that? That her devotion yeah, yeah. tied into to the – yeah. And so then we got to check check her on and say, were you listening to Craig? Mm-hmm. What did Craig say? How does that apply to what Craig said?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. And, you know, the thing about it is when you're talking about, you know, whether it's um, – your daughter, who's what, 11? 10, 10, yep. Uh, when you're uh, 10 years old, or you're, you know, your age, or you're my age, I'm 12. or you're, uh, well, you act like it, <laughs> or you're, um, you know, 90. Right. We all are going through some sort of circumstance, or some sort of storm, or, or some sort of something, to where Satan uses that to bring, bring us to our knees. And the thing I loved about yesterday. Exactly. Uh, um, not the message that you know that I gave, but the message of the Apostle Paul of where um he uh Paul was basically you know trying to get navigate these people through the most difficult time uh you know of their life, and um, and I love and I love that I I just love that account and and I've never actually done that account um from from a message standpoint, and when you know when I was reading over that, I think I told you this about a month ago or so that. Maybe six weeks ago I was reading that and I thought that would be a great um to allude to from what we're going through because I just saw so many parallels for what we have been through and what we're going through and and you know where and where we need to be for, Absolutely, for God. So yeah. um but I uh but that's a good devotion. It's crazy. You're right, it's crazy. I think you uh when you Snapchatted that yesterday, you're like, it's crazy how it all works together. Yeah. And, I, I love when is. the Holy
1: Spirit just ties every it's, it's like the holy spirit's like oh you think that's cool we'll watch this and just ties a bow on top of everything exactly like, he's like i've got you
0: exactly yeah um, so what else is going on before we get into the nuts and bolts of oh, man. Uh, whatever we're going to do today
1: well hunting season has arrived
0: and have you been?
1: I haven't. Okay. No, it, it is in Ohio because of the chronic wasting disease that they found um, the last couple of years in white-tailed deer. The they in they sped up the season. They began the okay. season early in Marion County, Wyandotte County, and Hardin County, okay, uh, because those are the three areas where this disease has been found in the white-tailed deer. And so they're trying to uh, encourage hunters to get out and take deer to. Um, reduce the herd a little bit so that they're not passing this disease on. But the truth is, is that the deer are going to pass the disease on. Like you're not going to stop it. It, It's, it's there. Um, you know, it's, the deer are going to communicate the way deer communicate They're going to touch noses they're going to pass it on I mean it's like you know me and you being in a room Together and I sneeze and
0: I was like We're not going to touch noses but anyway Go for it right I thought it's, that's yeah, where that's you that's were not going like, No 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 that's no. not going Justin no. But anyway go with your story
1: <laughs> alright John um, Yeah not happening at all but Anyway so so they it started on the 10th on Saturday um, we were going to go The kids actually were going to hunt But we had a, a little snafu with their crossbow The serving started coming off their okay. string So had to get to that to uh, the shop to get to get it fixed so
0: a lot of stuff going on we got a big week ahead of us um seems like they're all big weeks don't don't you would you agree with that it's you know it's like the old adage sunday's coming well it's true like yesterday was uh was a uh, big day and uh today's gonna be i got a lot on my plate today i got a lot on my plate tomorrow got a lot on my plate on Wednesday, and. Um, and Thursday, so it's kind of like, you know, before you can actually say, hey, um, you know, put your feet up, then you, you're right. You're going to turn around and it's going to be Sunday again. I've always said that, um, in our position, it seems like we have, uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then it goes to Sunday. Exactly. Like, I don't know where the next three or four days go. They just disappear. They do. But yeah, you're right. This week we've got are gra- or not grounded. We're,
1: we're doing grounded right now. This very minute. Are we? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. I am. I
0: don't know what you're doing, but.
1: I'm drinking coffee. Yeah, I am too. And uh, But tomorrow, Tuesday, we have our monthly night of prayer. We do. Six o'clock in the sanctuary. That'll be good. Yeah, and then it's always fun. Yeah, and then I've got worship practice Wednesday. I've got another meeting this week, and so it's like ever, almost every night we've got something. Yeah,
0: we do too. And
1: um, But that's not a bad thing.
0: It's not a no, bad thing. No, it's not, but it is good to have. It, it is nice to put your feet up. Yep.
1: But the fall is here. And, the fall is here. Um, the kids. My kids started back to school this past week, Yep. so that's good. So... Allie's not gonna know what to do like today. It's just her and the dog at home. She's but the dog kinda wears her out sometimes because he's you know, he's always wanting to go outside and play and we've got we've got the bell, so he rings the bell when he's supposed to go have to go potty, but sometimes he just rings the bell because he wants to go outside. Um that would be annoying. So she's she's working from home Mondays, Fridays and Fridays is not quite the same because I'm off on Fridays, so she stuck with me too. She, you know,
0: maybe and then it's me really crazy house. when you know Jasper's ringing the bell, and then you ring the bell and want to go out. So it's yeah, yeah, yeah. We lost my leash though.
1: <laughs> okay, just yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> But yeah, yesterday was a good day. It was. I uh, had good crowd. Mm -hmm. And, um, thought it was, uh, it was very, uh, once again, was raining on our way into church. I don't know if you, uh, if you caught that, but we caught some rain on the way into church. It was not raining uh, on our way in gloomy. It was a little gloomy. Uh, it was like a little drizzly and, uh, it was one of those days where you could just pull the covers up over your head. Uh, but yesterday we started the sermon series, your inner compass Mm -hmm. and, um, I'll go ahead and tell you now. We'll probably remind you before we get off here. But this coming Sunday, September the 18th, when you come to church, um, how are we going to do that? Go by the welcome center, grab your, um, we're going to hand out, uh, small compasses. Maybe we'll set them right next to the communion. Yeah, that'd be good. So if you want to get, grab a small compass, grab one of those. I mean, they are super small and uh, they actually work and, um, grab one of those just as a reminder of what your inner compass is and what direction you're set and and that you're following God. So, but we started the sermon series yesterday, your inner compass. And I yep. really like the story in Acts chapter twenty-seven, where the Apostle Paul is, um, you know, taking this, uh, sh- going on this ship, and uh, it just becomes a disaster. But well, he ride. is, if
1: I remember, and I didn't go back. I wanted to go back before now, and I didn't, and re re that account. And prior to, yeah, he's a prisoner, correct? I think he's being transported so, yeah. as a prisoner. Yes, are they heading? It's are they heading to Crete? They're heading somewhere. Yeah. Anyways. So, you know he had pretty much told them before they left, we shouldn't go we're We're gonna get in some trouble.
0: That's exactly right because, um, you know, he basically you know there's a, the way that the, the account is, I'm gonna give you the the brief cliff noted synopsis here that um they uh, we're in the book of Acts. there's like two hundred and seventy some people on this boat, two hundred and seventy five something like that. A big boat. It is a very big boat. and Paul is the only voice that's really talking for God, but he stands and right. He's basically he tells them, um, you know what? don't don't take this journey don't get on this boat don't don't go on this ride this is this is going to the ship is going to go down the ship's going to be uh, tossed it's going to get into this storm and um it's going to be very inconvenient for you and you know your your life is going to change by being in this by being on this you're going to be you know it's not going to be good for you right and um as people do they don't listen they don't to the listen. Apostle Paul. And I actually started off the verse. I'm going to read it, um and then we'll go on. But it was the very first thing that I read today because I thought this was very good for us today, and it was very good even for the Apostle Paul's time. But Paul, um, in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, it says, Don't copy the behaviors and the customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way that you think. Yes. And then you're going to learn God's will for you, which is good, pleasing, and perfect. And – um. The whole the whole message of yesterday, and dealing with the story in Acts twenty seven was what are we going to do? Is it God or the world? Right. And I know we've talked about this you know half dozen times or maybe a dozen times in the last couple of years, but it's a va- it's a valid thought and question. Are you going to go the way of God or are you going to go the way of the world? Because most people, and I'm going to be honest with you, a lot of Christians, they like I want to go the way of God, but do they? Right. Are they going the way of God on Sunday in certain times? And then they slip their foot back into going to work because you cannot go both ways. And so the Apostle Paul is trying to get these folks to listen mm-hmm. to go the way, you know, the way of God. So um also read another verse in First John 2.15 that says, Do not love the world nor the things it offers you for when you love the world. And this is convicting here. Mm-hmm. You do not have the love of the Father in you. Mm-hmm. So if I love the things of the world, which the world says is good, mm-hmm. which the world says is love, but is not, then I don't have the love of God in me. Mm-hmm. It's very convicting. It is. Very convicting. Uh, but anyway, back to, uh, the, uh, Acts 27, let me go ahead and yep. read, um. Real quick. I, I, before, I pulled it up real quick.
1: Paul is a prisoner. Yep. It says, uh, he and, and other prisoners, um, were placed in the custody of a Roman officer That's named Julius. Yeah. Um they were actually sailing for Rome. That's so it. They wrong. were yeah, it wasn't Crete. Paul did sail to Crete. Well, they that passed by the situation.
0: They are passing by the shoreline of Crete if I'm yeah. not mistaken as they're taking this journey. I think so. Yeah. So, here we go. I I started with Acts 27 verse 13. He says when a, it says when a light wind began blowing from the south, the sailors thought that they could make it. So they pulled up anchor and sailed close to the shore of Crete. So uh, they're going on this journey, no matter what Paul says, and you know they know Paul's voice. I mean, they they know this, even though Paul's a prisoner, and uh, but they know who he is, and they right. know what he can do, and mm-hmm. they know the the message that he speaks. But they're not listening to right. him, and, and you know that's the thing today because so many people um, don't listen to the right thing, right? The truth, because you they want to do what they want to do right and they want to get caught up in their own you know well life. it's all about Journey. it's all about this moment exactly what
1: what is most beneficial for me what's going to give me the most joy what's going to give me the most pleasure in this moment and and i'll be honest there are times where i'm convicted of that because i
0: fall you know fall under that yeah. trap yeah. i know the um we want uh you know we kind of want what we want when we want it, mm-hmm. and that's kind of been the the American dream. Yeah, if you that's want what this, I was going to so say. Can have exactly. Even, yeah.
1: Well, it's like you know, and I've talked about this before. I think I've used this as a, a sermon illustration. You know, Nike says "just do it." Right. Burger King says, "You can have it what your way, your way." Frank you not know, just things my way. I want it my way. You know, and, and all of these companies tell you, you right. know, you can you can have it the way you want it. You should. Be pleased, you know. You know, have have it the if way it feels you feels good. It. Do if it feels good. Do it. You know, the world has thrown that in your face for how many years? Oh my gosh, we're we're talking probably sixty years now. Yeah, yeah. And so, but that that is the the crap that has just been just thrown out and and told to everybody. Of you can you know you can be anything that you want to be. You want to be a star athlete? You can be that star? Well, probably not. Because, right, right. You know, like me, I'm five foot five, hundred and fifty pounds, um, not much muscle. Mass to me You know I'm not going to be A major league baseball player I know Joe De- Morgan bro Was about your size I mean I I, I possibly could have been
0: But I think, wasn't going to be A football player Right right You know And then Jose Altuve You guys are like You know He's your favorite hey, baseball player Oh I love Jose Yeah <laughs> Me and Jose
1: Our but attitudes But
0: I, I see what you're I, I know what you're saying <clears throat> Like Okay so there's
1: Muggsy Bogues Who was shorter than me Played basketball But his skill level
0: off right. the chart's way better than me, well isn't it Disney? like every girl can be a princess mm-hmm. and uh, it the world has gotten us into the in uh, satan I, I I blame Satan and I blame us well for he's used, for Satan
1: has used the world he's he's used the things that are popular and like Disney or like these commercials and everything else
0: and doesn't it doesn't right. it all point back to me. Exactly. It's like even back to the Garden of Eden. Yes. Like was um with Eve oh, yeah. and with Adam. Um I mean the lie that Satan whispered in Eve's ear, you know, it was about it was about he, her. you. Like yeah. you you you'll know everything. So yeah. it's like uh, yeah, this is this is it. So we most generally Human beings are selfish to the core, Mm -hmm. and I believe that Americans are some of the most selfish, most arrogant people um, on the face of the planet because we've had it so well, so good for so long that we forget there's a person that we need to be thanking for that. Exactly, and and I've been in that too because Mm -hmm. where I've taken that for granted, where I've taken all that for granted, for sure. uh, Just because I've grown, you know, I've lived here in the United States of America instead of Russia, right, or some third world country, Mm -hmm. you know. So we've had it pretty well, right. And um, I, I brought this up yesterday. I won't spend too much time on it. And I, I really can't remember. I, I, I tried to look for the article and I couldn't find it. It was twenty twenty two 22 years ago. It was literally, I think, the summer before 9-11. It was like U.S. News and World Report or it was one of those magazines like that. And this was talking about that America has, America has more millionaires than we've ever had before. Now, we're talking 2001, okay? So we're talking twenty twenty one 21 years ago. And this article was so strange, and I remember reading it back then and um and i'm I'm like a year younger than you when i'm reading this article, so what you were saying now i'm like, no no wow. and um but i um when I'm reading this article, it actually goes in to talk about what it takes to become a millionaire, and I didn't break this down yesterday because mm-hmm. it just would take too long but um you know what what's involved in that, and how people have to work harder. And that the you know some of the people that were interviewed were talking about. You know, we we take these um, pills, and we can work fourteen hours a day, and we can keep you know pressing through. And they were talking about literally drugs. You know, drugs yeah, to come exactly. up, drugs to come down, and and all that. And the thing that really got my attention was when the article said we are just tapping into our destiny so they're talking about money mm-hmm. we're talking about drugs mm-hmm. and there was everything the, the article in itself if you just read it you're like not really a bad article but what it revealed about america, america. and yeah. that was selfish to the selfish to the core and that was 2001 that was 2001. I'm, literally it was the summer before nine eleven. Could have been a month before, wow. um, 9 nine eleven. But, um, but I, 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 yesterday I said, An Americans, we, we've got a, a pride problem. We've got a we selfish do. problem. We're, mm-hmm. we're very selfish. We're very arrogant. And, um, not only are we arrogant, but we're arrogant in even our own sins. Right. I mean, we flaunt them right in life. Exactly. It's just, it's the craziest thing I've ever, um, well, and, and, part of
1: the problem there is is that we don't identify sin as sin. No, we really don't. And and it's like, well, that's just who I am. Or that's and so we we cover it up or we make excuses for it or just that's that's how God made me. No, right. that's not how God made you. Read right. the Bible and you'll see that we all have a sin problem. Exactly. But we have to acknowledge sin for sin and just say, you know what, that is not who God wants me to be. Right. I have to push away from that. I have to strive to not be
0: that. And I know we pick on sins like homosexuality, we pick on pride month, we pick on abortion right. and all that, but mm-hmm. let's let's be honest about this. Um let's talk about um the sin that, you know, just other sins like um, you know, sexual sins outside of marriage. Mhm. Uh, premarital sex. Mm -hmm. Uh, what about living together, but you claim you're a Christian? Right. I mean, how many Christians have you known that said that they're Christians, but they're living with somebody and they got kids with somebody and they're living with them. And you know what? You're living in sin, Mm -hmm. people. You're living, bro, sister, you're living in sin. Right. How can you not see this? You, you've bought into a, arrogant culture and you have deemed yourself better than the word of god right. to say i can do this god loves me and i'm gonna they may not be as bold of that but by their actions um and, and i really think that it's a blight on churches and leaderships that where they don't pull these people aside and right. say look get mad as if you want right but You're in dire straits here, man. This is like you're circling the drain. It's Mm -hmm. like you're, you're going under the water without, you know, um, without uh, protection. Right. Um, I think you even mentioned there in a a message you spoke back a few months
1: ago of we, we make the comment, well, God understands me. God understands my situation. God understands what I'm going through. And so that's why this is okay. We, we make
0: excuses. So God can, condemns every other sin but yours exactly basically what you're saying exactly when you when you when you say that for sure but you read this um proverb
1: proverbs 8 13 it says all who fear the lord and that's something that we have gotten away from you know there we have to have a reverent fear exactly of god all who fear the lord will hate evil therefore i hate pride and arrogance corruption and perverse speech
0: yeah, and there's a there's numerous passages of scripture where the Bible talks about pride, right? And pride at at its core is selfish. You're you're being selfish, right? And that's why God does not want us to have that that spirit in that in that prideful spirit. Yeah, and, and that
1: word there, I mean, and that you know,
0: arrogance. Yeah, you know, I
1: I'm arrogant sometimes. I'm prideful sometimes. Why are you looking at me
0: like that? <laughs> I'm just I was gonna say something, but um, I'm gonna let it pass. All right, thanks. Okay. But it is, it's it's that we have to daily, we have to daily check ourselves.
1: You're right about that. And and, and yeah, Yeah. you're right. We talk about the big things, the big sins, but we all have sin in our lives. Mm -hmm. We all have, you know, we, we have to self-exam, you talked a few weeks ago about taking the plank out of your eye before you, Mm -hmm. you know, judge a brother or sister, Mm -hmm. you know, we all have to self-examine. Um. And so, yeah,
0: it's, it's just very, it's very, um. You have to be very disciplined mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. what's the for word, sure. um, intentionally search yourself for your attitude and your demeanor and your lifestyle and how does that stack up against God and his word? And, um, speaking of prideful and arrogant, can I just say he's taking Snapchat. He, he's taking selfies of himself right now.
1: I'm sending my,
0: my cousin in Virginia a snap. Okay, that's good. That's, that's always fun. But you, but we're, we've got to be so intentional about searching ourselves. For sure. And allowing God to, to work in that. I, I think, would you agree with this? I mean, I didn't ask this yesterday, but would you agree that, or what do you think of this, that when you, when you intentionally look at yourself and you gauge yourself by the word of God, you think that's the most, some of the most difficult things you'll ever do? It is. Because when you look at God's word and you look at where you're at cuz it's very hard to how do you, how do you say it? Put a judgment call on yourself, right? Cuz like you said, God understands me. It's like, you know, it's really not that bad. I'm not as bad as this or at least I didn't do that and we start giving ourselves a free pass. But if you start looking at yourself and you gauge that by God's word, what's that do to you? It right. literally opens you up to a whole new level. And and I and I think that's one of the reasons why, you know, we'll talk about this in a minute, why Christians stay spiritual babies. Right. Because we refuse to look and go deeper. Right. Because if you go deeper, then you've got to be honest with yourself. Exactly. And that just reminded
1: me of this passage from Psalm 139. I know we're kind of getting off topic a little bit, but you know, it says search me, oh God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life. You know, and and so we do have to allow, you know, we have to search ourselves, but also allowing God to search us and allowing God to point out those things. And that's Mm -hmm. why it's important to go back to God's word, to God's truth. Exactly. It's not my truth. It's not, you know, well... God understands me. It's no, what does God's word say? Mm-hmm. What does God's mm-hmm. truth say? And so allowing mm-hmm. God to point out those things in me that offends him. Yeah.
0: And so we do that when, and when we're not going through a storm. And then when you're going through a storm, right. it reveals so much about you. So you've really got two jobs to do. You got, you still have to uh, evaluate where you're at. But when you start to go through a storm, it actually exposes who you are and, 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 and where you're at. And I, and I think that's one of the most difficult things to look at because it's really hard to, what do you say? It's really hard to, um, evaluate yourself with quality. And then when you go through a storm, you're just trying to get out of the storm right. and you're still giving yourself a free pass. And then you get to the point where God, why are you doing this to me? Right. And so there's so many things that if a Christian would just, Evaluate themselves by the word of God mm-hmm. and be honest with who they are and what their flaws are and what their sins are and allow allow God and his Holy Spirit to move you to the next point. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you what the, the world would change. For sure. The church would change. Mm-hmm. Um Well, let me read something to you here real quick. It's Acts 27 verses 14 and 15. So they're on this boat. It says, but the weather changed abruptly and the wind of a typhoon strength called the northeaster burst across the island and blew us out to sea. The sailors couldn't turn the ship into the wind, so they gave up and let it run the gale. Now, this storm is really, really bad. And I was listening to somebody and I can't remember who it was. It might have been Derek Prince or somebody like that. He's a Bible scholar from another day. And he was talking about this passage of scripture and he and he said this storm is so violent that you're he said they're, they're, they relate the waves to anywhere from twenty to thirty to forty feet high, mm. and constantly battering this boat. Right. It's just one hit after another. He said he related it to he. This guy's very scholarly. He related it to Muhammad Ali, continually to punch and punch and punch until you just. There's nothing left to punch. So that's what this storm is like. Acts 27, verse 17. The sailors bound ropes around the hull of the ship to strengthen it. They were afraid that they were going to be driven across to the sandbars of Sardis off the African coast. Listen to that. That's crazy. So they lowered the sea anchor to slow the ship and were driven before the wind. Hmm. So things are getting really bad. And um
1: and they have no control over the boat. They're just none. trying to slow it down trying to slow this the best down. that they
0: can. Yeah. Acts 27 verses 18 through 20. The next day, gale force winds continued to batter the ship, and the crew began throwing cargo overboard. The following day, even they took some of the ship's gear and threw it overboard. The terrible storm raged for many days. And this is the thing you got to remember. This is just not a few hours. Right. right. This is not like the storm last night I was driving in, and it ended in a few hours. This is going on for days, blotting out the sun and the stars until all hope was lost. Mm. I mean, I've never been on a ship before or a boat where you're in a storm like that. But I can't imagine the, what do you call it, the insecurity you'd feel right. being in the water, and I don't care how big that ship is, yeah. Um, and that thing's going down. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard anybody who survived the Titanic. The Titanic any the interviews of them. I have not. Um, if you ever get a chance, I mean, they're on YouTube. They're, they're, they're so fascinating to hear, but just how vulnerable these people felt mm-hmm. when the Titanic was going down and mm-hmm. as they're, they're actually in the lifeboats watching it go down. And uh, I was listening to one lady and this was, the interview was done in the 19, like 1979 or 80 or some, something like that. And she said, it was, she's like, I was a young girl, but she's like, as I'm watching the boat go down, I felt so vulnerable with no hope whatsoever. And am I going to die? Right. She's like, I had no idea if we're going to be rescued. If we weren't, there wasn't food. She's like, you couldn't go to the bathroom. She's like, we had every luxury at our fingertips and now we have nothing. Mm. We're drifting in these frigid waters. And I, I wonder if that's kind of how they felt vulnerable. You know, and we did read there. They have no hope yeah. at at one time. Storms are rough. And I, and I think the storms of life that we go through are somewhat like that.
1: Yeah, exactly. And we, we read on Acts 27, 20 through 22, pick up where you just finished there until at last all hope was gone. No one had eaten for a long time. So they were so focused on the storm that, you know, they, they weren't eating. And, and finally it says, Paul called the crew together and said, men, you should have listened to me in the first place and not left Crete. You said yesterday, this is like Paul saying, Told you so. I told you so. I told you so. You would have avoided all this damage and loss, but take courage. You know, they're they're afraid. They're they're freaking out. He says, but take courage. None of you will lose your lives, even though the ship will go down. The ship's going down, bro. The ship is going down. It's going down. And and he says, but be of courage. Take courage. Yeah.
0: Because we're all gonna be safe. Our our lives are gonna be good. <coughs> I love the um I love reading different versions. Mm-hmm. In the New King James, it says, "After a long abstinence, Paul." Yeah. it's like after a silence. After, yeah. a, I wonder, I wonder if Paul was just watching everybody, yes, and just looking at everybody, wondering, just seeing what was taking place. Right. Paul. Paul's so gutsy, you know. He's so gutsy. He stands up and like, "Okay, here we go. You're going to be saved. The boat's going down." Yep. And um, it, it, it's crazy. And I and I and I talked a lot. I, I talked yesterday about how. A long abstinence even in the church. And I think I even used the phrase again, where we've gone along to get along, where it's time for us to rise up and time for us to start speaking out for the things of God. We cannot allow these times to, to just go and to be silent anymore. It's right. People's lives are at stake. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I, and I love the fact that Paul, um, not only basically said, I told you so, but here's what's going to happen. He's still giving them hope in in the middle of a hopeless situation. Um, And I talked about how we need to start looking for hope in God, and how Mm -hmm. we need to start looking how God's going to do things for us in our life, and that's what Paul was directing them to. Right. And um, and I and I love that Paul is setting the course. He's he's giving them bad news, but he's also giving them good news too. Yes. So I know
1: it's like what I what God says through Isaiah and Isaiah forty three nineteen says, "For I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness." I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. I love this scripture. I love. I do too. And it's like you know what? No matter how how little hope we may think we have, God is always working. Yeah. God is always wanting to do something new. I love that that line. For I'm about to do something new. I mean,
0: don't you see God working now though? Absolutely. I I, I literally see God. I, I, and see I have. God. Yeah. I, I for... see him working and moving more than I ever have. Yep. In the last same since March of 2020 mm-hmm. than I had from 1984 to March of 2020. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Has it been easy? No. Has it been hard? Yeah. Have we gone through a storm like the, like they did in Acts 27? Mm-hmm. Um, the ship going down, Right. but you're going to be saved, but God is still faithful. I, I can't tell you how, how much I see God working. Exactly. Uh, not only in my life, but in just all around, mm-hmm. but. Christians are still focused on the storm. Right. Not focused on what God is doing. And that's the thing that is the game changer for exactly. us. Exactly. Yeah, there's a storm. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, I know what we're going through. But I'm not focused on that because I, can I just say that is all smoke and mirrors by Satan. Exactly. That is to pull you away from mm-hmm. what God wants to do. Yeah, to and
1: and I know you've got a limited time on Sundays, you know. I do. You, so you can't throw I can everything try. in. You know, do it, you know right exactly but you know that just reminds me the correlation with with that what you were just saying and the account when jesus comes walking on water to exactly. the disciples and simon's like well if it's really you call to me and simon starts to walk on water and he's you know looking at jesus he's keeping his eyes on jesus and then what happens the waves and the wind kind of swirl up a little bit and he gets focused on the the exactly. storm he gets focused on the waves right. and what's going on around him and he loses sight of jesus and he begins to mm-hmm. sink and and Jesus reaches out and grabs him. But you know, if we keep our eyes on Jesus, mm-hmm. then the storm the storms gonna be what the storms gonna be. Right. We cannot control the fact that there are going to be storms in our life. Mm-hmm. There's going to be wind. There's going to be rain. There's gonna be thunder and lightning. Sometimes, you know, we had that last night, mm-hmm. um, quite a bit. And and Jordan's like, I'm scared of the the thunder. I'm like, why? The thunder is just noise. Right. It's just noise. Right. There's nothing to be scared about with the thunder, plus you're inside of the house. It's safe. Right. God has given us this house. And and so, you know, we get so focused on everything else. If we were just
0: to keep our focus on Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, the storm is going to do what the storm is going to do. And aren't you, would you agree with this? Are, are you ever really out of the storm? <clears throat> I don't think so. There's always something. There's always something. Always Whether something. it's a big storm, a small storm, a pop-up storm. Something that it, it there's always mm-hmm. something. And you may have a time where, and if you are, give God the praise, glory, and honor, and get on your knees and oh, exactly. every day that you're not in the middle of a storm right now. Exactly. Because guess what? You will be in the middle of a storm. And you know it because if you look back on your life, you it's have just been. the way yep. it goes. And, um, man, it's, they're, they're, they're hard, but. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, you know, we take God for granted when things are going well, when we're not in the storm, and all of a sudden we panic when we are in the storm. where are you, God? Well, I'm right here. Well, he's the same place he was just a month ago when you were ignoring him and not thanking him about not being in a storm. Right. And now that you're in the storm, all of a sudden now it's his fault. Nah, I don't think so. Right. It goes back to, you know… Jesus telling us, you know, hey, you're going to have trouble. And mm-hmm. I'm always going to have something in my life that does it. I love what Mark Batterson said. Just like this quote. It was good. I really thought this was, I paused for a minute because I wanted people to really think about this quote. Because when I, when I actually heard him say this, and I was, I was actually looking, was going to use something else after this. Right. But I ran it back too far and I'm like, oh, that's what I'm going to actually use. Right. Because uh, it's so much. Um, I like Mark Batterson. I do too. Yeah. With God's mercy, he will pull out every single carpet of security that's underneath people so they will consider their ways and turn to him. Mm. Now, you can't really say everything that he says, but, you know, basically what he was saying, he's going to take your comfort level. He's going to take Mm -hmm. your security. He's going to take your tradition. He's going to take what makes you feel good, and he's going to pull it out from underneath you when you are stumbling all over the place so you'll look up to him. Only one place to rely on. Only one place. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really difficult place to be in. It is. Because nobody likes to feel insecure and, you know, stumbling around and, and you know, like in the dark. You know, right. nobody wants that. But I really thought that was a, um, just a, a, just a fabulous, uh, quote. But yes, it is. But anyway, um, you know, I, I, I think I said yesterday that, We've got to get this in check as a follower of Jesus Christ because um, I'm not saying that we're not going to get our world rocked because we will. But I'm just saying that we need to get our we need to get ourselves, you know, aligned with Jesus Christ, because uh, in the middle of these storms, in the middle of what in the opposition and the things that are taking place, would you agree with this, that people will come to you and they'll tell you why are you not so concerned Mm -hmm. about this right why are you not freaking out about this why why are you why are you not going off the deep end like everybody and then you get to tell them hey i have my moments but i'm going to tell you something here's my security here's Mm -hmm. what here's my hope this is what i rely on i believe god's word and you have the opportunity to tell whether exactly whether they listen or not right you have the opportunity to tell them about jesus christ and and that's the whole that's the whole thing for us yes it's to let people know yeah yeah, Paul in
1: Acts twenty seven twenty two again again, tells him, he says, I urge you to take heart, for there will be no loss of life among you, but only of the ship. And then you ask this question, do you believe that God has made a way for you to be saved? And that's, you know, you have to believe that. Exactly. You know, Jesus, as he's hanging on the cross, yep. he says, it is finished. This is John nineteen thirty. It is finished. Then he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. mm um, and he, his his death, his burial, his resurrection made a way, paid a price
0: for us to be saved. I think when people hear it is finished, I'm not quite sure they understand that. I mean, it's everything. Right. It's everything that right. that pulls you away from God. Mm-hmm. He died for it. Yep. And um, he came for a purpose. Exactly. John Piper's quote was pretty good. I, I like John Piper. He, he's like, when Jesus said it is finished, he was saying the power of hell was um, taken down. Think about mm-hmm. that. The power of Satan, the power of hell is yeah. taken down. The power of despair to swallow you was taken down. The power of the world to break you was taken and finished at the cross. And, and I love that because I don't. I don't think that we realize that we we, we put such a. Comfortable spin on the birth and the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ that we forget. We make it pretty. There is a magnitude of heaviness that Mm -hmm. is surrounds the birth and the the life and the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. It's heavy. It's it's just it's monumental to you and I. It's it's life changing. It's world changing. Mm -hmm. So every word, it is finished. There's it's so much more than Jesus just giving up his life and saying it's finished. There's so much more to that exactly. And if Christians would realize that man it, it it changes everything about who you are but you have to believe that right you literally have to believe that that when jesus said it is finished it is finished over any trouble and any storm that i that i'm going to face anything right. and, and that's the thing that christians have a hard time realizing that you get back into why am i going through this god why is this happening to me you know what god i don't like this but i believe in you Right. I believe that you're going to get me and help me weather this storm. Mm-hmm. You're going to navigate me through this this crazy time that that I'm walking through and you trust but you have to believe that he's going to do it because right. his word already says that he will do that because in Hebrews 13:5 and 6 he says never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. So I uh, so we can say with confidence the Lord is my helper. We will not be afraid or I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? Right. I love it.
1: Yep. You were talking a little bit ago about you know just kind of being complacent. You didn't use right. that word, but we just kind of forget about God when things are going well, you know. And then when the storm hits, we're like, "Oh God, where are right. you?" I love Charles Spurgeon's quote. It's so simple. It is simple, but so good. He said, "To trust God in the light is nothing." It's like, well, that's that's easy, right? to trust god in the dark that is faith and that essentially is and you were talking about you know in the dark you can't see anything you're Mm -hmm. feeling around it's like i don't even know where my foot is going i've been in the dark in the in the sanctuary before and i've had to go up front on the platform and get something and and i made the mistake once about not turning any light on and i thought "I, i can kind of see right i mean but it was it was dark outside it was nighttime and i thought i can kind of see i can get up and get down whatnot Mm -hmm. i got what i needed i got up fine on the steps well then i went to step down and and you know how we've got that middle section where there are no steps right right i stepped off to the edge and i thought there was a step there and i about dislocated my knee because i came what is that two two and a half feet (laughs) yeah yeah difference yeah. yeah But but I love that, you know, to I trust God in the light is nothing. To trust God in the dark, that is faith. And that's what faith means. Faith exactly you know,
0: is is believing in something you cannot see. You can't you're right. You're one hundred percent right. You cannot see it, and it is time it is like you're stumbling around in the dark and you're in a pitch back black place and said, Hey, I want you to walk down that hallway, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure if there's a ten foot drop off. You might hit it, you might not, but you're gonna right. but trust me, you'll be able to cross across that with no problem across this beam. You'll hit it right. That's like trusting in God. You don't know where you you're going. don't know. Go. Sometimes yeah. you have to trust that. And, and this, um, that quote from Charles Spurgeon with the next verse in Acts 27, 25 and six, um, I love this because this is kind of goes with his quote. Mm-hmm. So take courage. I love Paul for I believe God. Yep. It will be just as he said, but we're going to be shipwrecked on an island. Basically, I believe him. I've got faith in him. I'm not sure what's going to happen, but you are going to be shipwrecked, Polygon's Island. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh gosh, I sent you a
1: picture the other day. That was pretty funny. Um, and now I got to find it. It was a picture of the SS Minnow.
0: Right. I got. I remember that. Yeah, that's funny. And it says
1: the boat used as the SS Minnow in Gilligan's Isle was a 1964 Wheeler. With a cruising speed of twelve knots, which means they could they couldn't have traveled more than forty one point five miles. Now I'm starting to doubt if the show was even real, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, but yeah, no, they. Paul's just telling him how it is. You're right. I love his just his his honesty. He's like, "For I
0: believe God, we will be shipwrecked on an island, though." Right. So uh, this, the, I think, the story takes a uh, a dramatic turn here, and this is what I love about this story, and. and is that um, they're in the storm. Mm -hmm. The boat's going to break up, and so we start thinking, and they start thinking from the physical side of this. Let's try uh, to save ourselves. Let's try to save ourselves. So Acts 27, 31, 32, Paul said to the commanding officers, and to the soldiers you'll die. Unless the sailor, sailors stay aboard. Some of the sailors had started to lower the so, life rafts. And they wanted off the boat yes. to save themselves. So the soldiers cut the ropes to the lifeboat and they let them drift away. I'm like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> but it, that had to be hard for them because they're watching their security walk or float away because they wanted to get off that right. boat. They thought the surest way to save themselves was to get off that boat.
1: You said yesterday you were like, I can just imagine them standing there watching the boats drift away being like
0: no No. yeah absolutely (laughs) exactly and um but think about that though think about that paul's like if you escape the sinking ship and get on it you're gonna die right but if you stay on this ship that's sinking and going under you're going to live right it is so the opposite of what we feel and what we think yep and then he's and through god he's
1: He's preparing them for what's going to be next. They are going to be shipwrecked on an island. Mm-hmm. And so we see in Acts twenty seven thirty three, it says, just as day was drawing, Paul urged everyone
0: to eat. He's like, look, you're going to need strength for what's about to happen. Exactly. And if I'm not mistaken, I think it's the King James where he says, take meat, mm-hmm. which is, you know, who doesn't like meat? I love, I love it. it. I do too. That'd be a good time. I wonder if it was cooked well. What wonder if it was medium well, the way I like it, or if it was the way you like it, rare. Medium rare, not rare, bro. Okay, just a sidebar.
1: We went to Texas Day Brazil. If you've never been to Texas Day Brazil, it is it's not cheap, not cheap. Like we because, go once a year, yeah, and and we do. um We are blessed with some gift cards. We so are blessed with that, so it kind of helps out. It a lot, helps a lot, yeah.
0: But it is it it's great. It is great. So they come with slices meat around, and Brandon literally likes to chase his meat around the restaurant before he actually eats it and then tackles it to the ground, and then it's like, okay, he's ready to go. I like mine already like dead and cooked, so that makes sense? So Paul says take meat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. And, and, And here's what I related this to for us today as Christians, that the Christian community needs to take some meat. We need to feed off the word of God, right? Because um, we have dealt with so much fluff in the Christian community, it drives me crazy. And I'm going to. And this is how I told everybody: I, um, how I know that you're a fluffy Christian is wait till something happens, like COVID Mm nineteen, and you lose your minds, and you get in your houses, you don't come out, and if you're still wearing a mask as a Christian, you know what. You're you're a fluffy Christian. Right. You're buying the world over 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 God's word where it says, Do not be afraid. Um, something happens, something I do that you don't like, or something a decision's made at church to pull carpets up or to pull pews up, and you freaking lose your mind, guess what? You have been a fluffy Christian. Mm -hmm. You're 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 off on something that you should not be off on. Yeah, I know we all have our druthers. I have mine too. You want to hear about mine? No. Nobody wants to hear what I want what I want to personally do. No. I mean, it was up to me. I know you're going to probably puke on this. It was up to me. I I would love to see Southern gospel music every Mm -hmm. single Sunday. That's just, just me. Right. But I'm not going to make that as a test of fellowship for anybody else because guess what? It's all about what? worshiping God, God and it's yeah. focusing on God and and keeping your eyes on on Christ mm-hmm. so when you pull your personal stuff in guess what you have lived on fluff way yeah. too long that's what
1: I told someone yesterday is like hey shocker guess what I don't like all the songs we sing Right. You know, but but as we plan like and this 10-minute Hillsong song songs, just, you like them? I love them. Yeah. We can only do one a service though, like and that's the only song we can do. Yeah, and he still omitted eight verses of it. Exactly. <laughs> but you know, it, it, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, when when we truly make it about God, you know, mm-hmm. and and you and I plan together, we coordinate and and I I pray and we've mm-hmm. talked about this and I ask, you know, the Holy Spirit to, you know, help me pick the right songs or help me not to pick the wrong songs. Mm-hmm. Um And so, you know, there's sometimes where it's like, I don't know, I don't know why I'm singing, why we're singing this song. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden on a Sunday morning, it's like, that's why we were singing that song. And it may even be a song I don't really care for. But for some reason, I feel that we have to, we need to sing it. -hmm. Because it's not about me. It's not about you. It's not about anybody else. It's all about giving God praise and doing what, what is pleasing God. Right. Exactly. But you read this, um, this verse from Hebrews chapter five, verse 12 yesterday kind of go along with that. This is a tough scripture. It is. and, And I think any of us who are Christians have been, you know, like you said, you've got your druthers. I've got mine. We all have ours but when we focus on them then the focus is off of God it's just like Simon walking on water right um the focus goes off of God and then what do we do bam we sink exactly um and we lose our focus which should be on worshipping God first and then also reaching the lost oh 100% and so Hebrews 5:12 says you have been believers so long now that you ought to be teaching others instead you need someone to teach you again the basic things about God's word you are like babies Who need milk and cannot eat solid
0: food. And there you go. Yeah, You know, here's the thing about that verse. I didn't bring this up yesterday. I came this far because I already knew I was going to be almost over time. So I didn't bring this up. But this verse says, you know, you've been believers so long that you ought to be teaching others. And instead, you need somebody to teach you about the basics of of God's word. Now, here's what bothers me. Mm Mm-hmm. Is when somebody who's been a Christian for a long, yes. long time comes to me, can you go talk to so-and-so about this? I didn't know what to say. I want to say, you've been a Christian 20 years more than I've been alive. Mm-hmm. How can you not talk to them? And sometimes, you know what I'll say? No. No. Yeah, You need to go do it. Here's where you can find it. Now go do it. This is this is insane for you. I understand if a person's been a Christian for six weeks and they have no idea how to talk about it. Yeah, I'll exactly. help you out. But if you've been a Christian for, I'm just going to say this, for more than three years… Yeah. Then, you know what? You, you should be able to do this. Mm-hmm. How are you going to give a reason for the hope if you have, if, if I do all your talking for you? Right. Or if you do, or if somebody else does. Yeah. You exactly. Exactly. can't
1: do that. Exactly. It's crazy stuff, man. Yeah. But you talked about, you know, that, that last part and, you know, it says you are like babies who need milk and cannot eat solid food. And right. you said babies then turn into what? Brats. brats. They, they turn into brats. And we all can be bratty. Yeah. They get that terrible twos Right. crazy threes. And Allie says that's where I'm at right now. I'd agree with that. Terrible twos. I'd agree with that. Yeah. You've Tim never Tim. grown out of that? No, I, I might. No. I, I might not. Um, but you know that that is something. Like I said, we can all be that way. We have to fight against ourselves, exactly, to keep the focus, keep the main thing, the main thing, keep the focus where it needs to be. So, but you closed out with um, jumping down here. Well, Paul said. Acts twenty seven thirty four take nourishment for this is for your survival again he's preparing them right since not a hair
0: will fall from the head of any of you that's an amazing scripture I mean think about that I I tried to draw attention to it yesterday because we lose hair all the time I'm like you just lose hair when you're just sitting in your office but all that stuff going on you're not going to lose your hair that's just that's just a crazy why why is that even in there I mean that shows the magnitude of of what god is doing to exactly. care of them. So, I asked a question. Mm-hmm. We decide to go where god tells you to go no matter what. And this is a hard question, yeah. Because guess what? You're going to have to trust god 100%. And
1: the main the main phrase there is no matter what. What? We can't be swayed. Something can't happen and bam, oh no, well now I've got to do this because I don't want that to happen. You know, you you have to trust Trust God. You know, you talked about that at the fair. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you've got to trust God. And, and here we are back to that faith, kind of that idea of, you know, being in the dark right. and trusting. Right. Hebrews 11, 1. Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. Right. And I, I just verse. love that of just, you know, how much that that's just kept, continued to, throw, to be thrown out in front of mm-hmm, us. Mm-hmm. Faith is... You know, it's the evidence of things we cannot see. We just have to trust that God is in control. We have to trust that God is not going to, to lead us astray. You know, the the shipmates and the captain and everybody else couldn't see the outcome, but they had to trust that that Paul had received word from God and that what he was saying was true. Right, exactly. And, and, and I think they did trust because guess what? They cut the lifeboats and they right. all stayed on board. And they, they said, you know what? If Paul says it. At this point, he's pretty much saying, I told you so. We should have stayed. We didn't
0: listen to him then, so let's listen to him now. I uh, Yeah, and here's the thing. Trusting God, to trust mm-hmm. God 100% will change your life for sure. If you don't trust God 100%, you'll never know what it's like to trust God 100% because right. you're still trying to control 2%, 5%, 18%. I don't know, but I'll guarantee you, yeah. if people were honest, and, and I don't think we normally are, do you trust God 100%? If, if I pulled a hundred Christians, mm. guaranteed I wouldn't even get a handful of people say yes. Right. Right. Because we're still holding, oh, well, this has been going on at my job and, 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 and I just can't, I, I'm trying to deal with this and you're trying to deal with it on your own. It's right. really hard to turn that over to God and let him work, but he will. He'll Absolutely. do it. He works every yep. single time. For sure. And, um, I, lo- I love the verse that we closed out with yesterday in Hebrews 12 and, um, verses one and two it says, let us run with endurance. The race that God has set before us. We do this by what? Keeping, Keeping our, our eyes, eyes on, on Jesus, Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Yep. And, uh, there's a part in the story where, uh, Paul tells everybody the ship's going to go down. So you grab a piece of wood and swim to the shore? And I related that to you need to grab a piece of wood, and you need to swim, to, and you need to swim through whatever you need to swim through. And I talked about grabbing a piece of the cross. That's what we do. Yeah. That's that's what we cling to. Right. You know, you cling to the old rugged cross. I mean, you, mm-hmm. you you literally. There's power in the cross. There's power because of what Jesus did and how He did it. And and, and when we start relating everything as spiritual instead of physical, it it, it literally changes all your mindset. Absolutely, of what you do. And that's really hard because you got to trust God to, mm-hmm. to do that. Yep. So 100%. So good, t- good day for the first time around for the inner compass. In your it. inner compass. Next week we get compasses.
1: Next, Next week we're going to get compasses. And it's nice because they're just on a little, a little tether, a little mm-hmm. string and you can put them on your keychain or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And that way you've got it with you. It may be pretty close to, to actually being able to, to direct you if you get lost or something. But I was walking around the building with one earlier and I, I think it's pretty close. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Good. So. Maybe or may not be, but you
0: can keep it on your keychain, and it would be a great reminder of where what our inner compass compass is. Also, coming up on September the twentieth at one o'clock in the Fellowship Hall is Common Thread. So, if you're wanting to get involved in that, Brandon, make sure you hit that at one o'clock on September twentieth. Perfect. You know, so you can check out the Connecting with Craig email with all the details or go online and check that out. Also, the Young at Heart will be meeting on Sunday, September 25th at 430 in the Fellowship Hall. If you are 55 and over, married or single, you are invited to come. And um, this is an event and should be a good time just to kind of hang out with each other. If you want to come, make sure you RSVP to Glenn or Lisa Smith at 937-309-9733. There you go.
1: Or email. Or
0: email them. RCCYAH at gmail.com. See, that's even better. There you go. Yeah. And then LifeWise is beginning. A week from today. The, the crazy. 19th. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Yep. That's exciting. Um, but I, uh, Todd got up made an announcement yesterday. To date, we've, we've raised over 60,000. It's awesome. Not
1: just we as RCC, but it, the community. Yeah, the communities. Uh, RCC's 60, had a yeah. big,
0: played a big part in that, but yeah, yep. it's, it's exciting. So right now there's
1: 28 students. That um, are going to be taken That's good And he said they're getting new applications yeah. every day So yeah. And hopefully once they start next Monday Word of mouth is going to spread And Yep They'll have 800 We don't have 800 in those Well eighth that's grades, true but Still
0: But uh, the LifeWise classroom is uh, about ready to go He said And um, If you would like to do this You're invited to come to the classroom At the Richwood uh, First United Methodist Church next Sunday, September the 18th, between 4 and 5, for the open house. And they're going to have a prayer time. and At 5 o'clock, and, five then, o'clock, and then they're, they're going go they go to go
1: to the, the school, school yep, 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 and pray there after yep. that.
0: And then uh, there's a LifeWise Carnival coming up on October the 2nd. Yep. And that is at from In, 3 to 5. And where is that? That is anywhere with you acres. That is up on North 37, okay. heading toward Essex. Perfect. So if you'd like to help volunteer for that, for games or whatever. Now, that was what time? Three to five. Three to five. And the then head. at six o'clock that
1: night here around our fire pit, hopefully as long as the weather is cooperating. Oh, it will. It will because it's going to be great. We're going to have a night of worship uh, around the fire pit. That was
0: probably one of my favorite night of worships last year that we did. Are we going to have um, s'mores? Like we can have like s'more singing with Jesus? S'more? No. S'more love? If, if you want. I love s'mores. Well, and you love singing too, so We're singing with Brandon and Jesus. There we go. We'll see. We'll see. Anyway, let's not get excited. Um, night of worship, campfire style? Campfire style. I like it. October 2nd, 6pm. Bring your lawn chairs. Bring your lawn chairs. Blankets, yep. whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, we're do
1: excited. And... I'm excited to try out the new, uh, fire pit.
0: Yeah, I we saw had, pictures of it uh, last night where the, uh, Clint was sending pictures of the youth group yeah, out there. So yeah, it looked really nice. Brody King for his Eagle Scout project yeah, revamped yeah, that area and yeah. did a phenomenal job. So I'm excited to be out there. Yeah, really good. And then uh, Go and Grow Crew starts on uh, October 5th, and they meet every Wednesday afternoon from 315 to 445. And again, we need volunteers to to help out. If you're willing to do that, you can, um, what, call the church office?
1: Or, call the church office. You, there's a volunteer. There's a link to volunteer on our sign-up page,
0: richwood.church forward slash sign-up. Yeah. And then one more thing, um, we have the What We Believe series coming up with uh, our elders. If you have never taken this uh, class, I recommend that you do it. It's on Sunday evening starting October the 16th through November the 13th at 6 p.m. Each class will be about an hour to an hour and a half long. It includes uh, topics like baptism, Lord's Supper, leadership, all things that mm-hmm. you need to know about, you know, RCC, things like that. So you can also sign up online. Um, to do that if you'd like to be involved in that, correct? I think so. If not, I'll go in and It'll edit happen. that. Yeah. He'll do that. He'll, he'll get that. He'll do that. So. So, um, what else is going on? Not a lot. We've got Christmas coming up. Christmas is coming up. We got the series. We already, already have a graphic go. ready to go. We do. And the, the name of it is Oh Night Divine. Oh Night Divine. We, the last three years. Don't give away our secrets. Too okay. late. You started now. The last 3 years we have picked a line from the song Oh Holy Night. Mm-hmm. And that's what we've done. So we've got at least a good two or three more years left. We do. Left. The first we've, year was what? It was last, last year was Oh Hear the, oh, hear angels, the voices. angels Voices. The first year The weary world, the weary rejoices. world rejoices and this and is, is Oh Night Divine. So um I mean, we still we still have Oh Holy Night. I mean we could just straight go the title. We could do Oh Holy Night. Um, um yeah. I gotta go through the song. Yeah. One day, I'm in my office listening to Oh Holy Night, um, and Brandon's in his office listening to Oh Holy Night Josh Groban style. I'm listening to Oh Holy Night Willie Nelson style. So we're trying to pick out the words to You but were think, not. Willie Nelson doesn't have a style. <laughs> but you know what? I Blue think Christmas Josh, is Willie's song. But Josh Groban has more words, more verses he than. He does. Then I know that
1: i, I – they're not even listed. No, I online. looked them up on CCLI where I get our, yeah. our music from. Yeah. They're not in there. I like it. Like there's some good stuff in there. Yeah. I'm actually going to see if Josh Groban will come sing with me. Well, you could do that. That would be Eve. awesome.
0: Here's another line we could use. Christ is the Lord. Christ is the Lord. And you know, that's something we talked – about He get, rules the world. We I could, mean uh, we've probably got another 10 years exactly. of sermon series for, for Christmas. You know, yesterday, we didn't talk about this here just a minute ago, but I I talked about the difference between being Christ as your Savior and being the Lord of your life. Yes. And I love that in O Holy Night where he says Christ is the Lord because if Jesus Christ literally is Lord of your life, he controls, he tells you what to do, he controls everything about you. Yep, exactly. Everything. Yep. It's a huge difference. So that would be a really good, a really good one. Maybe next year. Yeah. Christ is the Lord. There we go. Yeah.
1: I'll go ahead and get the graphic done. It'll be done.
0: Yeah, dude. Brandon's going to make up all the graphics between here and the year 2029. <laughs> so, And between that, he's going to try to get Josh Groban to come sing. That's right. And Justin Bieber. Let's go. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Anyways. Just for everybody to know, I actually showed Kevin Beal. The, uh, picture of your pink flamingo shirt. You actually sent me a picture and I went back through all the stuff you sent me and I found it. You found it. I found it. Yeah. I'm sorry, Kevin. Is he blind now? No, but he did, um. He wants one probably. No, he did not want one to be no, honest he with you, does. but he actually did, uh, went to see a counselor the uh, other did day. He? Yeah. Three hour session. I think he finally got through what he had to deal with. <laughs> Just send your bill to Richwood Church of Christ, Kevin. <laughs> right. We'll take care of it. <laughs>
1: All right. Well hey again, thank you so much to Randy for the coffee. I'm out, so I'm gonna have to I, go get I, some more. I've got one more swallow. Yeah, I've I've gotta go get some more. So but we'll sign off and get that taken care of. But appreciate that and thank you all for listening. We really do appreciate you hanging in there. Absolutely. If you hung in this far, we're sorry for just being right. us, right? Well. Maybe not But anyways We hope you have a great week um, Craig I hope you have a great week I will Enjoy you hitting your compass On your coffee mug. I did I didn't mean to do that But yeah. <laughs> Now I want to go to Mongolian barbecue That's true Right So hey On that note We're always thinking about Coffee or food So we hope you have a great week And we hope you will join us Back next week As we continue To break down Your inner compass So Craig Have a good week You too Talk to you later Bye, Bye.